a.m. in New York, 11 a.m. in Johannesburg, and 4 p.m. in Bangkok. Welcome to In Transit with Sunday Bean. I'm an intercultural strategist, transformation facilitator, and solution-oriented coach. And I am on a mission to help you adapt and succeed through any life transition. What happens when a Swiss-American meets a Malawian in South Africa? You know what happens? Magic. <laughs> Today, I am joined by my right-hand woman, Natasha Nkonjera. She is my secret weapon at sundaybean.com and the owner of Fierce Collab. She specializes in branding and project management. So Natasha, thank you for joining me today. I'll tell people more about how much preparation you've had for this <laughs> podcast. But thank you for being here. Thank you, Sunday. Yay, I'm glad to be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen. So what just happened is I prepared the podcast. Everything was ready. And then all of a sudden I was like, you know what? This would be a lot more fun to do with Natasha. <laughs> so I literally sent her a request on my phone. So for those of you who are watching this podcast on the YouTube channel, I sent her an audio request and I was waiting patiently to see if she would be willing to do it. And she agreed. So no preparation, no script, no prompting. Natasha, thank you for joining me to kick off 2023 with our listeners. Yes. Um, as those of you who are listening, and uh, now this is the first episode of 2023, and Natasha is such an integral part of my team. It just feels right for us uh, to do this together because both of us have had transitions um, behind us in 2022. Obviously, transition is ongoing, so 2023. Um, I'll say more about mine, but Natasha, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about the transition you've just gone through? Yeah, so again, thank you for having me. Um, totally unscripted, but my most recent transition was moving back home to Malawi from South Africa in August. Um, mm -hmm. It also happened very kind of out of the blue. I kind of decided after the pandemic that I just wanted to be closer to family and yeah, made the decision in April and decided to move back home in, in August. Re repat. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a lot. But it's been and, great. Too. And so and this is what's so interesting. So I knew I was transitioning end of June. Yes. You were transitioning end of August. So both of us were like in massive transition mode during this whole time. At and the same time. <laughs> at the same time. And at the same time, we were upgrading our program Adapt and Succeed, which is all about transition. So <laughs> we were really forced to, um, at least it, for me, it was invitation to mm. think about, am I living the principles? Am I walking the talk? Um, because when I had to re-record the things or re-look at the material, some of the stuff were like best practices that I wasn't doing at that moment. And I knew I needed to, to do it, right? To sort of exactly. support myself. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you if you had that too while you were um, while you were in transition. I did. So I did um, part of the the definitely succeed course while I was transitioning, which actually helped me a lot, and it it helped me mm -hmm. put everything in perspective and sort of dial everything down to like, okay, how am I actually going to re you know reintegrate into my my home country and. Yeah, if it wasn't for for the the teachings in adapt and succeed, I don't think I would have been like very as level headed as I was when when it happened. So <laughs> I, I appreciate we, it. 
<laughs> it was good timing. It was a good timing to be doing that. Perfect timing. Uh, we, we can talk about more of that in a second, but I, what I want to do is I want you as a listener to think about, um, you know, oftentimes at the beginning of a year, people are focused on what's new. It's You hear quotes like, you know, starting a chapter of a new book and you can write the page and it's very much future oriented and fresh slate, which I, I love, right? And I also feel there's a little bit of a missed opportunity to look back at the year that you just experienced to bring it with you into the new year, right? Because what we went through just now helps us um, make better choices for those pages that are to be written, right? So um, again, Natasha, you're not prepped with this, so no, no stress or no pressure to have to um, come up with something, you know, uh, innovative or brilliant, but I'm going to share mine. I'll share what I'm thinking. And I'm curious what comes up for you. Um, one of the things I like to do um, when I transition between years here right now in the recording, it's 22 to 23. Um, I like to reflect on what am I thankful to my 2022 self, right? So if I look back, mm. um, we're recording this right before the new year. So it, we're still in it. And I think, well, the first instinct is like, wow, that was hard. I did a lot of hard things, right? But then if I go a little further, I, I ask myself, what am I thankful for to my 2022 self and or 2022 self? And I am thankful for doing the hard things. Mm. I also, like you, I wanted to be closer to our community in Switzerland. And I wanted my boys to be closer to the cultural context in Switzerland. Um, and I, and that comes with a huge expression of energy and, um, risk, right? Um, so I'm thankful Absolutely. to my 2022 self for taking risks for doing the right thing, even if it was a hard thing. Um, I mean, I've had hard conversations and the one word I wrote down or the one phrase when I was thinking about this was I took a leap. There were some leaps of faith that I took. Um, so I am thankful to my 2022 self for that. I love that. What about, what about you? What about I love you? that. Um, I love that you said risk because I, I feel the same. I think risk is, is was a big word with just transitioning back home. But I think for me, initially it was about love. I think I just wanted to surround myself with love again. I was feeling extremely mm -hmm. isolated mm -hmm. and alone. Um, mm -hmm. even though I, I have my, my friends and I've got some family in, in South Africa, I just don't feel like I had, um, enough time with my immediate family or like surrounding, surrounding myself with my, my immediate family, having lived in South Africa for so long. And I felt like mm -hmm. this was, it just felt like the right time to, mm -hmm to get back to love. One quote that I'm sort of living by, and I think you've mentioned this in one of your episodes, um, it comes from Brene Brown, and it's sort of related to Maya Angelou, and it goes something like, you belong everywhere and you belong nowhere. And mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think coming back home, I expected to feel at home with the mm -hmm. location and being here and very often since I've been here, I haven't felt like I'm home. And it, right. listening to that quote and reading that quote made me realize that actually 
I'm here for love, but my home is actually within me. And it's not a place. Mm -hmm. It's right. It's what I bring. It's yeah. I, and you know what's so interesting? I was just having a conversation about this, and we talked about the metaphor of coming, landing somewhere, right? This, the choice that you made in your life, whether it's a job or a relocation or repatriating or whatever, and this, this expression of empty shell came up. Mm. Like, you get there, and you, you want to feel whole. Yes. But there's an empty shell. And, um, and then you're, you're faced with a decision of, like, is this the wrong choice? Exactly. Is it going to always feel that way, right? And, and you know, when I heard that metaphor, I, I really, it resonated in a sense of, like, empty shell that I need to fill. Like, and, and with a gentleness, right? Not explode with something, but, like, gently fill that shell um, so it feels whole. And maybe create reinforcement of the shell so it's not fragile. Mm. you want to land somewhere and boom it's full right mm. but it's actually like no I land and it needs to come you need to build from within whether that's like your own self-love and acceptance or community or connection or fulfillment or purpose or whatever but right. that has to be filled gently um that's so interesting and yeah, it's so I, I holistic think, right mm -hmm. it's holistic yes. it's like a filling in with all the different things that should should fulfill you, not just and stable and stable yes. over time, right? Yeah. Instead of like I'm just going to do something really exotic that meets this need for adventure, and then everything else goes away. It's like mm. no, we're going to go. We're going to look bigger. So that's really that's been interesting, I think. Um, because what do you do when you get to the destination, whatever that is, like the job, that the kid. The, the relocation, right? And then all of a sudden you're like, nope, still empty shell, <laughs> right? Like, exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. What do you think you're most proud of that you did in 2022? That's a very good question. <laughs> I think not letting my mind consume me. I think mm -hmm. I, I gained a better sense of control over my emotions and Mm -hmm. you, you always talk about resilience and mm -hmm. resilience over endurance. And I think with everything that has been thrown at me, I've managed to handle it with, I mean, there was many breakdowns, many, many breakdowns, mm -hmm. but I pulled myself out of that. They call that healing. That. Yes. <laughs> That's healing, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and every time we say breakdown, let's just say healing. Yes. Okay. <laughs> there was a lot of healing involved in moving back. <laughs> plenty of healing and mm -hmm. I think pulling myself out of that I did that with a lot more grace and a lot more self-compassion I think self-compassion that's mm -hmm. that's what that's what I'm looking for and I think I'm I'm building that more and not mm -hmm. beating myself up for some of the mistakes that I've made or some of the expectations that I had that didn't come mm -hmm. to flourishing and just riding riding the waves as we go mm -hmm. I, I can't control mm -hmm. everything and I keep I think I kept thinking that I'm in control over my transition right. and everything's gonna right. go you know according to this mm -hmm. plan and when it didn't you know, the healing the healing started yeah and the self-compassion <laughs> exactly. kicked in <laughs> yeah you have to like you have to like when you're in that space you have to practice self-compassion 
right? Like, I mean, I've said this in other podcasts. I don't even like what's self-love, what's self-compassion. And I, that always felt like very, I don't know, almost like yoga mat woo-woo language I couldn't identify mm. with, right? Until I got to a place where I was like, oh no, I think I need to try that. Yeah. <laughs> like, that would probably be a good thing. Yeah, that would help. <laughs> um, so one thing it was interesting that you said about your thoughts, I actually wrote down when I was preparing for the solo episode, um, I wrote down something about not taking my exaggerated thoughts seriously. Mm. And um, so this idea of exaggerated thoughts, I've noticed like if I, you know, I'm of an age where I'll wake up in the middle of the night and when I'm awake, then I'll notice thoughts will, will come in and I, I, I know they're exaggerated. Um, and I, I don't, but I, I have a distance where I'm like, this is an exaggerated thought, but it's still happening. Mm. Um, and then what I'll do is I'll maybe like take a note, send myself a message. So in the morning when I'm actually back to my reality, right, I can look at that and uh, inevitably in the morning, I'm like, wow, did you see where your brain was going? And, um, one of my friends calls it the nighttime scaries, which Oof. she's like, oh, son, she's like, everybody has the nighttime scaries. Anytime we're in transition, we're dealing with uncertainty. How do we, how do we hold our uncomfortable thoughts? Mm which is trying to actually have control, which is trying to help us know and predict, right? Mm. And how do we just hold those with love and say, okay, that may or may not be true, but what can I do, you know, to stay grounded here? So I think I, that's interesting. I actually wrote it down and then I thought, oh, maybe they won't understand what I mean by that. Or I just didn't think it was maybe as relevant and I deleted it. But you said, I think you said it in, in other words. I want to um, I want to invite the listeners to for you to do that exercise. What are you thinking your 2022 self for? What comes up, right? What's the first thing that you would say? You know what, 2022 version of me deserves a thank you for, right? What are you feeling in the blank? And now I think once you have that, I'd love to look at in what ways will your 2023 self be wiser. So when I, um, when I answered that question for myself, mm. I wrote two things down. I said, um, my 2023 self is wiser because she can hold discomfort in new ways. And she is building an, the ability to trust in creating what hasn't yet been created. And let me, let me explain that. I think there's this... Um, I mean, this might be my journey. It might be everybody's journey, but there's this thing where, you know, if you want to do something, you have a goal and you want to create it, it's like, okay, go do the thing. And here's step one, two, three, four, you know, like if you want to go to university, you, you finish your, you know, um, basic schooling, then you get good grades and then you apply and then you go to a class and there's like a path. Right. Um, but I think honestly, all of us, right now are in a space where because of what's been going on globally we're just figuring this out right there's new things that are coming yeah. up right we don't know how to do this right we in 2018 we knew but we don't know anymore <laughs> no, completely you, just you know yeah we're like just, just you know trying to wing as it go. as we go right yeah. as we go and I think for me it's like this process of like I've been asked to do something and no one has done that in this constellation, 
right? Maybe they've done similar things in similar places and spaces, but no one has done this with these people or these circumstances, right? So trusting that I can create something meaningful, even though it hasn't been created before, right? I, I don't know if that sounds too abstract, that's, but that's what I wrote What I wrote down for me. That's beautiful. That's really beautiful. I love that. What about uh, you, your 2023 self? How will <clears throat> it be wiser? Hmm. I think... I would I would like my 2023 self to trust in my ability more my abilities more and I think my I think I I don't value myself or I haven't been valuing myself enough I think I need to add more value in just my sense of self and trust that I am capable of more than I think I am mm-hmm. Yeah. Wise 2023 self. And just stop doubting. I think it's imposter syndrome. That's yeah. Mm -hmm. Just stop Mm -hmm. doubting that I'm not good enough or I won't be able to achieve it or I'm not worth, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever it is that that comes along. I think also just putting myself out there without the fear of judgment. Because Mm -hmm. people will judge Mm -hmm. anyway, right? So just being more me mm-hmm. why is it so scary right like I've, I've said this in another podcast why is it so scary to be yourself I think it's being vulnerable like opening yourself mm-hmm. up to to vulnerability and letting people allowing people to judge you because it happens and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah confidence is hard I think I'm learning a lot more from you to be to just be confident and I see it in you and I think I'm like absorbing, trying to absorb all of that, <laughs> that energy <laughs> into myself. That's good. That's good. Well, I see it. I see it in you too. So I'm, I think I'm trying to pull that out of you too. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. <laughs> we definitely are. <laughs> With this especially. <laughs> I know, I know. You guys have no idea, honestly, for those who are listening and watching. Um, this, I, I was waiting to see how she'd respond because I know this isn't your jam. I've asked you to be part of public things before. And yeah. when you said, yes, let's do it, I was like, that was a huge growth moment, I think, for you. Because I don't think a year I, or two ago you would have said yes. No. And I'm um, <laughs> just enjoying this conversation so much. So I'm so glad that you said yes. I hope that our listeners are enjoying it as well. I hope um, they are too. Thank you. Oh, it's so good. And you're just so good at like getting to the heart of what's real, right? And I think one of the things I've learned about why it's hard to be yourself is um, I think if I look at my own journey, years and years ago, I it was like, well, what does society want from me, right? You want me to be like that? Okay, I can do that, right? You think I should be good at school? Okay, I'll crush it. Like looking outward at what I, who I should be, right? And with one of my clients, I, I call that plugging into the others. Like you plug into society, you plug into your family, you plug into who knows what, like whatever relationships you have. And then you perform that identity for them um, to be good, right? And then there's this process of, wait a minute, what if I plugged into me? Like what if um, I allowed me to come out? And then it's scary because I went through this process when I went from writing blogs to being on video. Because with a blog, 
you could you could critique my English, you could critique my argumentation, but mm. like I was pretty confident in my writing skills. So I was like, you know, fair enough. If there's ways to improve, fine, or or you just don't agree. But with video, I was terrified mm. because I'm like, what if you don't like my voice? What if you think I'm annoying? What if, you know, and then it's like, what if you don't like me? So it was a fear of not my ideas being rejected, right? right? But, but of you. me being rejected. Mm. Exactly. Oof, why do I, I need someone's, ex- right? But why do I need other people's approval exactly. of what already is? Like, you, sorry, this is what you get. Like <laughs> my laugh, you either love it or hate it, right? I can't really change that. You know what I mean? So it's like, why, why was I, um, I was, I was afraid for people not to like me and for them not to judge me until I was like, you know what? I can't mold myself into something that I'm not. And how arrogant is it to think that I could actually control how people feel or think about me? Like how arrogant and manipulative is even that concept Right, right. There's that there's that saying that other people's opinion of you is none of your business, something like that. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Byron Katie talks about that all the time. And and it's really allowing yourself to let go, to surrender and and to do that. And I, I have never shared this publicly, but there are moments when um and it feels vulnerable to say this actually, but I'm gonna say it anyway. I'll be in a space of people and some of them, it could be that they know me quite well, or it could be that they're just getting to know me. And then let's say we're at a table, we're eating, and then I will laugh or I'll make some sort of cheeky comment. Right. And it's like, it's almost like I can't, it just flopped out of my mouth. Right. Mm. And it's, and then there's like this, I've had a fear reaction where I'm like, was that too much? Am I too much for them? Have you had that too? I have that all the time, especially after having a social interaction with a group of people that, especially people that I don't know, because I feel like with my friends and family, they kind of, they know who I am. They, they accept me for for who I am. But if I'm with a group of people that I've just met and they don't know my personality, the next day I wake up with anxiety. Like, oh, what did Mm -hmm. I do? Like, was that too much? And why did I say that? Mm -hmm. And so I totally get, I totally get it. I feel that in, in I'm a little bit, um, (laughs) especially in a Swiss context, I feel like I take up a little bit more space in terms of culturally what would typically be happening, you know, in, Mm. in a conversation, in a whatever. And then I question that and it's like, well, I can, I can be adaptive and read the room. Right. But when I'm in an intimate, almost collegial friendship space, why is it scary if someone sees a glimpse of that? Mm. Right. I think that's important. Um, Mm to think about. Thank you for saying it's that. It's so interesting. I had no idea our conversation was going to go this way. It's <laughs> so fascinating. Um, so for those who are listening, ask yourself in what ways will your 2023 self be wiser? I think that's important. If you don't know that answer, pause the podcast or the video or write it down and make some time for yourself later because that's what you have the opportunity to bring into 2023. Um, I know for me, I'm looking forward to holding that discomfort and create what hasn't yet been created um, as I take steps forward. So let's look on. Um, I wanted to give people a little glimpse uh, on, you know, I, I've shared in bits what's been going on with me and my transition, but I want 
to share a little bit about some of what I've been carrying. Now, in June, we left South Africa. I went to the U.S. for a month. I came to Switzerland in mid-July, and I spent time in a transitional apartment during a heat wave in Europe, but the windows were closed. I was recording this program, Adapt and Succeed, sweating like crazy, putting powder on my face <laughs> so it didn't look sweaty on camera, um, and was doing that right. Then we moved to our house. We had a, we got a house, but it's been renovated, so I literally moved to a construction zone. Um, I would have like powder on my clothes, you know, when I would bring the kids to school or or go to work. And then my I, I put my kids into a, a new academic system, a local system where they're doing school in a new academic language. In fact, two languages. I'll, my son will come home and he'll have flashcards for vocabulary and it will be, um, he'll say, okay, mama, I have to learn this. And then I'll look at it and one side says, I'm oufa desais which means on the lake shore. And then you flip it over and it's uh, au beau du lac, which is the same thing in French. And so my poor <laughs> child has to learn French and German at the same time, right? And wow. I'm not a native speaker in either one of those. So I'm supposed to be the one to help him with his homework. My husband has does overtime with helping with homework because he's much better at those things. Um, yeah, so that's what we've been doing. Um, and took on a new role where I'm supporting an organization, right, in their own global transformation and really putting the um, project management on you, Natasha, so I could step back and do all these other things, right? So there's been a lot going on um, in my world. And as I said, when all of this was happening, I was um, upbranding the Adapt and Succeed program. And there were times when I would watch a video and then I'd be like, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like best practices. There was one, the one video where you and I have talked about, about the difference between endurance and resilience. Are we in endurance mode, meaning are we going towards depletion or are we in resilience mode where we're, we're building mm. up? And I, it was so, it was so important for me. And I'm, I'm sharing this because for whatever transition our listeners are in, I think it's important to pause and go, how is it going? Really? Right? Mm. And am I am I doing, and I want to say best practices. I don't want people to think you always have to do every best practice, but am I doing the things, or at least one or two of the things that are truly supportive for me right now? And I think that is, it's such a simple question, but I think it's so important because I don't know about you, you're so you're so over, overtaken by all of the things, right? Like what were right. you doing? One day you were at, and I were on the phone, you were working, you had no, and nothing in the back wall because all the uh, art had been taken down. Yes. Your bags, I think were packed, right? <laughs> like you basically were moving your apartment that day, but you were working until 5 PM. Yeah. Right? I was like, aren't you flying out? Like what? <laughs> it was just full. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. that conversation? I do. I do. <laughs> literally everything was ready to go and I was like let's let's just finish mm -hmm. let's just finish the day and <laughs> and then I'll and then I'll leave the country so <laughs> yeah yeah and so it's those checkpoints like are you taking checkpoints with yourself if you are kind of in this wild you know transition whatever kind of transition that might be are you taking checkpoints for yourself and that is why I was so grateful I was grateful for both of us that we were doing that at the same time so that we, not intentionally, it was just from consuming that material, right? Exactly. Um, we were able, you know, to sort of keep ourselves um, on track. 
I want to, I have a couple more ideas on what I want to bring our listeners to before we into 2023, but just quick as a side note, I want to let people know because of this transition I've been making, um, I have, I have adapted succeed and it's, that is the fastest, most guaranteed and most affordable way to work with me right now is the, through the digital program. And for those people who want, um, one-to-one, uh, interaction with a coach and someone who gets it, that's what the global coach coalition is for, because I'm working with a small handful of private clients and my global coach coalition group. Um, and so if there's more people that are, are asking to work with me, I do have that as an alternative. I just want to put that as a side note. I'll make sure that we put it in the show notes as well, because what we've done is so cool. Um, and thanks to you, Natasha, you've helped me bring what was already working and all that content really freshen it up. And, um, it's beautiful, like what you've created. So check it out in the show notes. Sunday, quick shout out to Pauline Albert, who's been my Adept and Succeed facilitator through my transition. And she's been so helpful with me traveling back home and transitioning back home. And along with the program, I wouldn't have been able to, to get through it without her. So thank you so much for, for suggesting that I work with her and doing the program as well. She's actually the one who nudged me to, um, to rebrand or upbrand, uh, adapt and succeed. I, you know, as this has been going on for five years and yes, my lipstick and hair is outdated, but the content is super <laughs> solid. And she actually so really lovingly and, um, openly just said, Hey, you know, we love your energy now and, and how you're showing up now. Um, is it now time to sort of reinvigorate what you're doing and your ideas into a new version of it? So also that's, I'm so thanks, thankful that you brought her up. Uh, she was one of the, the catalysts there to do that as well. Um, all right. So let's look ahead a little bit more to 2023 for everybody. Um, I know the most recent podcast, 297 Legacy by Design with Naomi Hathaway really made an impact on me where this idea of legacy isn't something that happens on accident. It's something you can do with intention. So in that same spirit, I want us to think about just for 2023, what legacy do we want to leave behind? And I have this exercise that I also teach in my program, Global Coach Coalition, where I talk about talking behind your back. So what do you want people to be saying behind your back at the end of this year? And for me, when I prepared for this, I wrote down, I want people to be saying that Sunday led with integrity, that she walks the talk, and she's fun to be around. So those are the things that came up for me that I want people to be saying behind my back. What about you, Natasha? Hmm. Personally, that I, Natasha exudes love and Mm. and ease love and ease mm. beautiful who doesn't need more ease right now right yeah. <laughs> I mean I still want to be um very outgoing and and that's a part of my mm -hmm. personality but definitely like initially mm -hmm. just to have to just have more ease and mm -hmm. professionally I think just a lot more growth yeah, I think just a lot more growth, more just doing more. Mm -hmm. I just want to do more. And yep. Natasha, does, she does she does a lot. Like she's got a lot of skills yep. in her repertoire and she's your go-to person for whatever you need. I'm already saying that behind your back, darling. 
Thank I you. just said it in front of people. Like that one is our done. Um, <laughs> one thing that um, I've been working on with you is, and you tell me if this sounds familiar. I trust your judgment. Yes. I trust your judgment. Yes. I trust your judgment, right? Like there'll be things that you, you might ask and I'm like, hey, I trust your judgment. You got this, you know? And um, I, I need to trust I, my never, own judgment. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's, that's also a part of the... Uh, yep having more self self compassion is I need to as you've told yes. me that and I need to trust myself mm -hmm. so yep I appreciate that and I appreciate you for for trusting me mm -hmm. it's it's definitely helping me trust myself more so this role and working with you has really been such a growth spurt for me and I'm so grateful mm, I feel the same way I just you know that like I'm just yeah, don't get me. Started. I know I'm gonna. No, I'm gonna. <laughs> I feel like this happens a lot. Okay, no tears today. I know. I know. We do this. It's so funny. You know, I don't need to say it. You know, um, but no, that's and that's what's so cool. This is what's so cool. I think about um, when you can show up fully as yourself, right? And still professionally, right? You there's. There's so much more that's possible, and it's been so fun to have you by my side to do that. Um, so that is, people are already saying that behind your back, and that's, um, I can confirm that for sure. Um, so that's the talk behind your back. So if you're listening to this, and you really want to be intentional in 2023, already answer that. What do I want people to say behind my back? Um, and then what will it take? How do you have to move forward to do that? And that is totally connected to your values, mm. right? That if you know your values and then you make tough choices based on your values, then you will not regret anything. Um, the second thing I want to, and this is one of the last things I'll leave you with, is you might have listened to another podcast, The Pillow Test. Um, Natasha, I'm going to have to ask you to go find that episode afterwards <laughs> because of which one it was in. <laughs> but um, The Pillow Test is you know when you put your head on the pillow at the end of the night, what is it that you say? What do you want to say that you've done? And I want you to think about your pillow test thoughts at the end of 2023. What do you want to be privately celebrating? And when I, when I put myself to the pillow test about this year, I want to be saying, I'm proud of the results I created. I found a routine to stay strong and healthy, and I stayed connected with those who matter most. So I'm asking the listeners, I'll give Natasha a few more seconds to think about her own answers because she doesn't know what the questions are. Um, what is it that you want to be saying at the end of 2023? You don't have to tell anybody about it, right? Just privately, how do you want to be celebrating how you showed up for you in 2023? Anything that comes to mind for you, Natasha? Uh, recently, one thing I've been living by, I think with just how disjointed sort of all my plans <laughs> ended up with the, with the transition mm -hmm. and moving back is to find laughter in the chaos. So mm -hmm. I'm, I think I'm going to continue that and I want to continue like laughing in the face of everything that doesn't go my way. As well as the ease, but I think I think laughter is so important as well, and just writing mm -hmm. it and as it comes <laughs> again. Yep. Yeah. 
Laughter in the face of chaos. Oh, that's gorgeous. So good. So I'm going to ask you, what do you, what do you want to be saying by the end of this time um, next year? What has happened to bring you one step closer to that? Um, I really hope that those of you who are listening go to the transcript, uh, print it out, and, and scribble your notes on it if you're old school like me um, to really remind yourself how you want to be showing up and what you're bringing from 2022, that wisdom, that hard-earned experience that will help you get there. So as you know, part of the core principles that I have is about how do you live your life without regrets? Um, Not that we can get through life without regrets because we're human, but how can you really show up with intention in a way that um, you feel in alignment with your integrity and proud of how you're spending your precious time and energy. So thank you all for been listening here. This has been so fun. Natasha had no idea our conversation was going to go so deep and in this direction. It's been beautiful. Um, Yeah. Anything else that you wanted to share before we wrap up? Uh, No, I'm just, I'm just grateful for you Sunday. Like really. And I don't want to like no tears, not any no tears, but I'm really grateful for you and having you in my life and working with you. I've, yeah, I've, I've learned so much about myself and you've taught me so much. And this is a, an experience I'll remember for the rest of my life. Same, same. It's mutual, Natasha. You know me, I'm like Hotel California. Once in your, once you're, you're in never, my life, you're not going never. anywhere. <laughs> you're not going anywhere. In the best possible way, I hope. It's not creepy. Yeah. It's really not creepy. No. <laughs> I love that. Um, uh, fun. So now you've seen, you know, who's behind so much uh, at sunnybean.com, the talent behind the beautiful design um, with the new program, Adapt and Succeed. There are more people on my team that help make all of this happen. So Natasha is one of the amazing people that I work with. Um, I'm excited to move into 2023 with you, Natasha, and with all of you who are listening. So thank you so much. What's next is the 300th episode of In Transit. It will be the sixth birthday of the podcast and it will drop on my birthday. So lots of reasons to celebrate. Um, Thank you, Natasha, for being part of this journey. And thank you all who are here listening today. You've been listening to In Transit with Sunday Bean. I'll leave you with the words of the very wise Oprah Winfrey. Cheers to a new year and another chance to get it right. Bam! <laughs> <laughs>